Hello, so today we have Mimazine on air with the lovely Talia from Durham's Vegan and um, Vegetarian Society. This is hopefully the first of many podcasters to come and I'm delighted to have her on the show. So welcome, Talia. Thank you very much for having me. No, my pleasure. Um, if you could start by telling us a bit about yourself, um, maybe your vegan journey and maybe your role in Durham's um, Vegetarian and Vegan Society. Mm -hmm. So, as you mentioned, my name's Talia. I'm a fourth-year Arabic student here at the university. And in the Vegetarian and Vegan Society, or as we know it, um, VegSoc, Mm -hmm. this year I'm the Outreach and Campaigns Coordinator Leader. So my role is really to take any kind of campaigns and try and get them to be as big as possible, as effective as possible, and kind of to run a wide range of campaigns. So currently we are doing a Veganuary campaign. So we've got a support group where every day um, we post new information. So for example, one day it will be about pigs, one day it will be about where do you get your B12 from, one day it will be um, what to do about vegan makeup, things like that. So every day- These are all things we're definitely going to be talking about later in the show. (laughs) And we've also been doing daily recipes as well, because a lot of people when they have never tried veganism before they they just think what on earth do I cook so yes we're doing daily recipes as well Mm. and as for my vegan journey I've been vegan for almost four years now and I was pescatarian before so it wasn't so I already wasn't eating meat um, and I was pescatarian since I was 11 or 12 but it wasn't really for ethical reasons it was just more I just didn't really want to eat meat anymore. One of my friends showed me a video, so I just thought, oh, you know, we don't really need to eat meat. But my mum told me that I could only, she would only support me in being vegetarian if I ate fish. So that's how I became This sounds very familiar with my own mum. <laughs> so, yes. And then when I was on my gap year, I, I've always been really interested in health. And when this clean eating thing was popular a few years ago so I was really into clean eating so then I kind of experimented with not having dairy and I got used to making loads of cakes that were kind of vegan because they were like dairy free or egg free Um, so I'd already had some experience of vegan baking Mm. unintentionally and then um, yeah on my gap year I just started researching more and more into health I saw a lot on Instagram and on YouTube and it got to the point where one day I just thought I don't need to eat this anymore I felt really bad because the night before I had I was really drunk and I had two portions of cheesy chips and mayonnaise and I woke up in the morning and I just felt absolutely awful so I just thought right this is it I'm going vegan because I already knew some of the information about health And then after that, in the next few months, I watched some documentaries. So there's a really good one called Forks Over Knives about the health reasons of going vegan. And then I watched um, Cowspiracy, which is about the environmental Mm -hmm. impact. And then I watched Earthlings, which is about, it's slightly outdated now, it's from 2005, but it's about the ethical implications of what we eat, what we use. And um, who's gathering all this knowledge? Yeah, all this knowledge becoming. I mean, I was vegan, but it was kind of more and more being more and more vegan, kind of solidifying the knowledge and finding out, giving myself more reasons to stay vegan. Mm -hmm. Because at the beginning, you get a lot of criticism and a lot of people. I was going to say, I mean, four years ago, you must have been pretty ahead of the trend. Actually, before we even go on this veganism, what is veganism for our listeners who maybe think I've heard of it? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we are in the middle of the January, um, vegan January. So if you haven't heard the term, I'm not sure where you've been, but 
What is veganism? So veganism is a lifestyle or a lifestyle movement that basically wants to exclude all forms of animal exploitation as much as possible. So this includes what you eat, what you wear, what you use, the kind of entertainment you have. So in terms of food, it's not eating. I mean, that's the biggest one, the food. Yeah, so no meat, um, fish, dairy, eggs and honey. But then with clothing, it's more not wearing leather, fur, silk, these kinds of things. Um, Thinking about your makeup and your household products to make sure they're not tested on animals, um, not supporting circuses or horse racing, things like that. So it's just as much as is physically possible, just limiting your use and exploitation Mm -hmm. of animals. So it's definitely a lifestyle choice. Yes. I like that. It's not, because I think it can be seen quite restrictive, it can Mm -hmm. be taken away, but you're kind of showing it in this kind of wider holistic lifestyle yeah. kind of giving back the, the kind of vibe the earth animals definitely, definitely. Yeah, I love that and like you said four years ago mm-hmm. you, know, you must have been pretty ahead of the trend yeah I actually didn't know a single vegan in real life I'd never met a vegan before I'd known a couple of vegetarians but no, no vegans but it's because I'd come across it online so I didn't feel so isolated and then I was living in London at the time and I remember I forced myself I think I was vegan for three weeks and I went to this vegan meetup and I proper was really nervous even got there and I just thought no I'm, I'm not gonna go what I was doing here I, I was literally the youngest person that everyone else was kind of 40 to 50 was vegan for 20 years and I thought oh my god I've been vegan for three weeks they're going to judge me so bad but it was really strange because back then it was very much um veganism was a really healthy thing mm-hmm. um I got really involved in the raw food movement because that was kind of the only vegan thing that was around but now you have every type of vegan every type of food junk food so it's really different now and I I'm really lucky I think that I have kind of four years behind me because when I first went vegan no one believes you everyone thinks it's a diet you're just going to do it for a month or something so it's really nice now when people are like oh but what do you eat it's not healthy and I can say well I've been doing it for four years yeah more healthy like I'm healthier than I ever was before and people think it's difficult and I think well I've done it when I've <coughs> excuse me mm-hmm. I've done it when I've been working full-time I've been done it, I've been doing it when I'm a student so yeah. I've been doing it in different countries so it's really good to have kind of that experience yeah you've kind of set yourself up for life really yeah. anything life throws you now you can deal with you know, <laughs> vegan sense. I mean the growth itself um I a really interesting fact that in the US it's increased by 600% in the last 10 years it's crazy it's mad I mean in England alone there are now 3.5 million vegans yeah I mean we're not a huge island that's quite a lot of vegans yeah definitely Um, I mean that's again increased by 350% in the last 10 years Mm -hmm. Um, that's according to the vegan society Um, I know England is kind of still a little bit behind the times Mm -hmm. and Australia is really at the forefront of this movement um the kind of normalisation of veganism. I don't know what you think about uh, its growth, if it's kind of growth growth um, from young people mm-hmm. or in general. I mean, mm-hmm. what are your experience? I definitely think it's from younger people and social media has really kind of propelled the vegan movement with Instagram and Facebook and most people nowadays have heard of veganism whereas I think a few years ago people didn't know like I I had people when I first went vegan saying oh so can you eat bread like they they thought veganism was gluten-free because of the whole clean eating thing so it's very different now to what it was even a few years ago. I can imagine you got I mean correct me if I'm wrong Mm -hmm. um categorized quite a lot kind of pushed into 
diet diet yeah. fad. It's not gonna work. She just eats air, lettuce. <laughs> basically, can't have anything. Exactly. Is, is that true? I mean, now I'm hoping it's a very different story. Yeah, now it's really different, and especially because I love to cook for people. Like I love cooking, baking. I love hosting parties. So people are really kind of convinced when they eat something and they think it's really tasty I think that's the best way to convince anyone that something's good through good food I mean you're never going to convince anyone by preaching at them really are you it is through showing them how yummy vegan food can be and actually you're not missing out and that's the thing a lot of people think they're going to miss out and Mm. they're not going to be able to have their favourite foods but you can get vegan burgers nachos ice cream everything and nowadays you can literally get it in Tesco I think yeah the accessibility is mad isn't it I mean I actually, being vegan, there are quite a few new vegan options. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which is the Greg's One Pound Vegan Sausage Roll. Have you tried it? I mean, I have. I did a little <laughs> taste test. It's oh delicious. my goodness! I was convinced I was eating meat for a good ten seconds. Yeah. I was highly worried. And I don't know what they've, what seasoning they've added, but it just tastes kind of like it reminds me of um, stuffing at Christmas or something. I don't know, but it's delicious. And I think the pastry is really good as well. Yeah, really good, and it makes me laugh so much. Uh, has more protein in them than yeah. the meat and less fat. Yeah, so I mean, why wouldn't you choose it? Yeah, there was I don't know if you saw the, the Daily Mail, which I'm not encouraging anyone to read the Daily Mail, but they did an article that said, "Oh, v- Greg's vegan sausage rolls has more calories than a McDonald's cheeseburger." But I just think, number one, okay, well, fair enough, that is quite shocking. However, so why does are you the no- calories? And, and secondly, why are you comparing it to a cheeseburger and not the meat sausage yeah. roll? So everyone it's obviously not a was exactly <laughs> everyone was convinced that the vegan sausage roll was worse than the meat one. And then at the end of the article, there was a little thing that says, "Oh, this is like if you compare it to the normal sausage roll, it's actually a lot better." It's funny, isn't it? I mean, that's saying people are very quick to hate on it. Piers Morgan. Yeah. I mean, although I think this could be a publicity stunt, I'm still not convinced. I mean, the hype that's been around. Yeah. any new um, vegan option coming out is just it's just mad I mean McDonald's himself have just released their first fully vegan happy meal mm-hmm. although it is labelled as vegetarian because of the traces of milk yeah. it has contained exactly. um, I mean M&S their new plant based range of six, 60 meals and snacks including macaroni and cheese yes. sushi rolls Pizza Hut with their new jackfruit vegan pizza for January Waitrose with fishless fish fingers Iceland, Tesco, I mean, what what is next? It's literally taking over the supermarket. By yeah, it's crazy because it's just getting bigger and bigger. I remember um, for my first year at uni where I literally went to London, had a mass, like went to Whole Foods, which was still one of the <laughs> only places you could get vegan cheese and brought a suitcase full of vegan food up to uni because you couldn't get vegan cheese here. You couldn't mm-hmm. even, I think you could get... Linda McCartney sausages that was the only thing so it's great but it's so different now but even um, in Tesco they have the Wicked Kitchen range which is just I love that it's just ready to grab and go and it's you know the price is comparable to the not vegan option so it's it really just gives people the choice oh you have food that's just as tasty as not vegan food Mm. It's the same price, so people really have the option now if they want to choose a healthier option, if they want to choose a more ethical option, an option that's better for the environment, they have it anywhere they go now. I mean, talking about uh, these benefits, um, I mean, what are they? Talking about from an environmental sense, um, what are the benefits of adopting a vegan diet? So in terms of the environment, the biggest thing is you're saving on water, you're saving on land use, your carbon footprint is lower. Mm -hmm. And the best way I can explain it is if you think about 
a, let's just say a burger so we have a meat burger and a veggie burger for the veggie burger you can use beans there's loads of different proteins now but if you look at if it was a beef burger you have to feed the animal for six to 12 months to two years but you for the food that they eat that could be used directly to make a burger and also you have to think about the water for the animal and the water to grow the food so the whole process it's the whole chain and you just think if we're feeding this grain this food to the animals we could just eat it ourselves so it's and now they're thinking of so many new options using um i don't know if you've heard of lab-grown meat i have i'm not sure i'm convinced on it if honest it kind of scares me uh, the idea of eating kind of out of a test tube, really, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um. For for health reasons, I personally wouldn't eat it. However, in terms of the environment mm-hmm. and ethics, because you don't even need to hurt the animal, you literally just take a single cell from them. It could be from a hair. So, in terms of ethics, so and yeah, in terms of ethics and the environment, I would probably say that it's good for people who, for example, don't like vegan food or mm-hmm. aren't convinced still want the taste of meat. still want the taste and some people just kind of aren't ready to yeah. change their diet yeah. but there's also the beyond burger and the impossible burger which are made from they're made from pea protein but it literally bleeds like a burger but it's completely plant-based it bleeds like a burger they, i'm sorry <laughs> what they use beetroot juice so when you cook it it literally has the aesthetic yeah. oh and gosh. but it's it's crazy it's I haven't tried the Beyond Burger or the Impossible Burger. They're a bit expensive, to be honest. But in Iceland, they have the No Beef Burger, which is so realistic, you wouldn't even believe it. And it's quite cheap as so well. So anybody looking to try a non-beef beef burger <laughs> that basically looks, smells, tastes, feels like beef, you found your, exactly. you found your one. I mean, to put some perspective, I read that, um, very interestingly and scarily, it's 2,400 gallons of water uh, is used to produce one pound of beef, mm-hmm. while only 25 gallons of water is required to grow one pound of wheat. I mean, to put this in perspective, Peter was saying you could save more water by not eating a single pound of meat than you could for showering, for not showering, for six months. Yeah. That's a lot of water. That's crazy. I'd rather take the showers, to be yeah, honest. I, think, I, I think don't think want anyone to appreciate me smelling for six months. <laughs> I mean, so we've got the ethical reasons with um, one vegan roughly saving 200 animals' lives every year, yeah. which is a lot of lives. If you add it up over yeah. the years of your lifetime, it really does add up. And then you have this massive debate whether a plant-based diet is healthier than um, a omnivorous diet. I mean, this is extremely complex, and there are very strong arguments for both causes. Yeah. Um, I mean, the particular issues that are raised usually around dairy, red meat with regards to cholesterol yeah. I mean one thing we can definitely be certain is that a plant based diet is going to mean fruit more veg so more fibre mm-hmm. um, and a, like a greater variation of vitamins yeah. and minerals which is never a bad thing a lot of studies have shown that vegans on average are a lot healthier than vegetarians and meat eaters and also I think people forget with if we talk about cholesterol for example mm-hmm. Eating a vegan diet, you cannot get dietary cholesterol. It's only in animal products because the animals produce this cholesterol. It's just like we, if you know, we um, see a shocking event or something, our blood cholesterol yeah. is raised. So you can't get it if you don't eat 
if you don't eat animals. So, you know, in the in red meat, in dairy, everything, it, even in chicken and fish, which a lot of people think is healthier, you still yeah, get cholesterol. Healthy. You can still get, as a vegan, you can still raise your levels of cholesterol with eating trans fats and hydrogenated oils. Mm-hmm. But the f- dietary cholesterol in itself, we cannot consume on a vegan diet. So that's always interesting. I mean, we talk about the, the benefits, but are there any problems with veganism? What kind of... Um, Issues can arise mm-hmm. with the in both uh, regards to food and lifestyle mm-hmm. with eating vegan based. So, really, there are very, very few problems, mm-hmm. if any. For me, to be honest, the biggest problem is having to deal with some annoying questions that I don't mind at all answering people's questions or having a discussion. But it's questions that are really just silly. For example, oh, what will happen to all the animals if we don't eat them? You know, animals are going to take over the world. Or just questions Rise like, oh. the eight people. <laughs> so it's all these questions. So to be honest, as a vegan, that is the hardest thing. It's not finding food to eat out because now you can find food anywhere. Um, even in terms of health, there are the only nutrient that you can't get on a vegan diet is vitamin B12. Yeah. Because um, basically we get it from animals. However, a lot of people don't know that it actually animals get it from the soil. So we used to, as humans, have a lot higher levels of B12 because we didn't used to wash our vegetables as well. N- now, in the supermarket, when you buy a vegetable, it's so it's been cleaned so many times and used so many different chemicals that we don't actually get any of the nutrients from the soil. Whereas the animals, they eat grass from the ground. They get the B12 in their diet from the soil. Um, so meat eaters do have higher levels of B12 than vegans. That's been shown in studies. Yeah. However, still 40% of the population is deficient in B12 and most people don't realise that a lot of people should still supplement. And your body stops producing it, I think it's after 45 or 50, your body, st- sorry, your body stops converting it as well. So everyone after a certain age should supplement anyway. And is that how you combat this problem, using supplements? Yeah, so for a while I didn't really take many supplements because I just thought, no, I'm invincible, I don't need any supplements. Um, but... Um, with B12, you can either take a tablet, a daily supplement, you can take a spray, which you just spray under your tongue, you can do it once a week, you can get an injection every three months. Um, I, up until this point, I've used nutritional yeast. Have you heard of it? I that? love Nutch. Oh, it's so it, good. If everyone doesn't know, it's basically this, it is nutritional yeast, it's yeast, kind <laughs> um, of fortified with vitamins, including mm-hmm. B12. And it has this really distinctive, nutty, cheesy taste. Yeah. It's great for any creamy sauce. I mean, yeah. people even have it on top of cereal. I haven't tried that. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's something I haven't quite tried yet. So oh it's cereal, very nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not convinced. Tanya's face is um, definitely agreeing with yeah. me on this one. My mum, when I first told her about it, I was like, oh, yeah, you have to try nutritional yeast. So she just got it on a spoon and put it in her mouth. I was like, no, that's not how you eat it. Please do not do that ever again. But it's really good, spring, as you said, sprinkled on salads or anything. So I, up until this point, I've just used nutritional yeast and I've been perfectly fine when I've had my blood levels yeah. checked with B12. Um, now, literally yesterday, I bought a supplement because um, I'm not sponsored, but Holland and Barrett have a, it's called the Penny Cell, and they have this vegan um, multivitamin. So it's got B12, iron, calcium, selenium, D3, which was also quite difficult for anyone to get because we get it from the sun and from animal products as well. But um, I mean, vegan living in the north and Durham, the sun doesn't yeah. come out that often. So I think we could all do with a little it's bit of that. It's slightly more there. difficult, but yeah, they have this um, vitamin on sale for I think sixty capsules 
for six pounds and it's like buy one get one free mm-hmm. so it's literally yeah. I the reason I didn't supplement was because I thought I didn't really need to and because I was kind of lazy and I thought supplements would be expensive or maybe they're not necessary but I just thought you know what I'm doing I do a lot of exercise so I just thought I'm just going to get one because there's no harm in in taking a yeah. supplement so especially to new vegans I would recommend I mean these are kind of all the questions I mean I'm sure you've heard this before you've got to be a lot more mindful of your protein sources mm-hmm. I mean we can't you, no one can deny the fact that there are f- fewer plant-based mm-hmm. protein sources which contain all nine amino acids. Yeah. I mean, the only one is quinoa yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and tofu as well. It's very high. Well, maybe not all the amino acids, mm-hmm. but it's a good protein source yeah. as well. Um, I mean, we could go on to our myth-busting, if you like. <laughs> this, there, this basically is, vegans don't get protein. Yeah. I mean, is that a myth or is that a fact? I mean, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm really protein deficient currently. I really feel really... No, I'm joking. Um, with protein, as long as you eat enough calories in a day, you're going to have enough protein because there's protein in... There's even protein in potatoes. You know, so if you eat enough calories, you, you're going to get enough protein. But good vegan protein sources are nuts, beans, legumes, even grains, oats, things like that. So you really you're not going to struggle getting enough protein to live. It does make me laugh how if you're um, having a bowl of say, pasta mm-hmm. with some tomato sauce and things, yeah. and you're not vegan, absolutely fine. As soon as you say you're plant-based or vegan, <laughs> sorry, where's your protein sauce? <laughs> yeah. the, it, seems to switch, it seems to be a very yeah. quick switch being going absolutely fine, not worried. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, as you said, it is very easy to get yeah. uh, enough protein. Nobody, unless you are... Um, not having a very varied mm-hmm. calorie, um, like sufficient calorie yeah. diet to get your protein. Yeah, and you never hear about people in hospitals with protein deficiency. No. I never have. But even like toast with peanut butter is a breakfast that most people have, and, and you've got brilliant plenty. breakfast. Exactly. <laughs> so you you really can get protein from so many different things. Um, I mean, would you like to do some myth busting? Yes. I have. I've, had quite a few myths lined up, of which course. I mean, I'm sure you have heard them before. Mm-hmm. I think you pretty much busted that vegans don't get enough protein. Mm-hmm. I mean, the next one, veganism is boring. Do you know what? I've never cooked such interesting food since I turned vegan. I was into cooking before, but every day I'd have a piece of steamed fish, steamed veg, and quinoa literally every day. For every breakfast, I just had porridge. Now, there's so many different things you can eat. You can eat healthy food, you can have smoothie bowls, you can have pancakes, french toast, you can have salads, obviously, but you can get so many different salads. You can have pizza, you can have pasta, you can have curry, absolutely any cuisine you can make vegan. Yeah. Even steak. Yeah, vegan diet. Now you can even buy vegan steak in the supermarket. Actually, I have tried um, seitan vegan steak. <gasps> I'm a big fan. Oh, I love seitan. Yeah. It's so cheap. It's so cheap to make. I make it myself. And you, on Amazon, you can get like a, a box of six and it so works. So you make seitan yourself? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, talk me through this. Okay, so basically, um, it's made from vital wheat gluten. So it's basically, they get flour and they extract the protein from the flour. So vital wheat gluten, is it looks like flour, but it's basically really high protein flour. It's 85% protein. So it's really higher than pretty much any meat source and then what you do you mix it with some vegetable stock some spices some herbs you can add tomato puree soy sauce 
you flavour it. It sounds delicious. <laughs> it's so good. And then you can make it in loads of different ways. But when I'm lazy, I just put it in the microwave for about five minutes. And it's really good as a snack. You can make it into little balls. I make little, little chicken like balls. Yeah, like little... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I make a, like a loaf, which is like a meatloaf. Um, I've made sausages before. I've made treats, so say tan sausages and red onion and rosemary sausages. Well, I know I'm going to do a party. Okay, so you've done that one. It's definitely not boring, people. I think you've just got to kind of it's just going to expand your horizons a bit. Yeah. Be adventurous. Why not? Yeah, I think for me, it's encouraged me. I mean, I've, I've always liked cooking, but it's encouraged me to cook more. But the thing is, even if you don't like cooking. You could probably have a different dinner every day for a year with all of the um, substitutes we have now. Uh, You need dairy for calcium. See, this one is a big myth. There's been a lot of studies to show that actually um, dairy actually leaches calcium from our bones when we consume it. There's a really interesting article on nutrition facts. Have you heard of nutritionfacts.org? No. So um, basically it's this doctor called Dr. Michael Greger who was like, a god in the vegan community um, god. <laughs> yeah but it's called nutritionfacts.org and every any single health question you may have he will have an answer to it and it will be completely unbiased whereas a lot of the studies you see in the media are often biased. i was going to say it's very easy to get a lot of very pro veganism facts which just seem a little bit too good to be true yeah. or exaggerated and people don't take them seriously anymore exactly and I'm very hesitant to use them because I'm like really I yeah. really believe that you will die if I touch a cow <laughs> now. you know what I mean it's, it's yeah. all a little bit extreme yeah but nutritionfacts.org is the best resource I would say for anyone and he does videos as well and it's completely free so it's Oh, you know, but, it, but it's completely unbiased. He states every single study that he uses, so you can literally go back and I've looked at a few of these studies before because you know sometimes you hear these facts and you're like, is this really true? So I always make sure to check their studies. Um, but back to calcium, um, you can get calcium from leafy greens, broccoli, and the biggest one or the easiest one is tofu or soy, soybeans, um, even white beans or like butter beans. You can get calcium from so. You can get it from anything. Really. I mean, that leads very nicely onto my next myth. To be vegan, you have to eat tofu. Um, or soya in general. <laughs> no, you don't. There's so many, like we said, with seitan. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's made from wheat. A lot of people, um, not a lot of people, some people are allergic to gluten or gluten intolerance, so they can't have seitan and they don't want to eat tofu. You can get so many different substitutes now, as we said, made from beans, legumes, um, and it's growing every day, so you don't have to eat soy or tofu if you don't like soy milk there's almond oat um, hazelnut milk rice milk hemp milk there's so many different milks so you don't have all to the have nut milks all the <laughs> nut milks exactly uh, a couple more myths so vegans are all hippies um, maybe a few years ago maybe about 40 Back, years ago you know, when you started 4 years ago yeah. <laughs> but no you get so many different people who are vegan now from all walks of life from you know teenagers to people in their 70s people from different social backgrounds people from different economic backgrounds people from countries all over the world so you don't have to be inclusive yeah exactly and um there's this really funny um instagram called vegan truck driver mm-hmm. and it's this this truck driver who lives somewhere oh in my god i have seen this and he has like fryer vegan fryer <laughs> the whole time yeah, literally it's so funny and he just posts his like picture, pictures in um when he goes to service stations and stuff yes and 
So literally, but so many people now who a few years ago or whatever you wouldn't expect would go vegan because you'd think it's a very feminine thing. It has a bit of a stigma attached, right? Yeah, exactly. But now you get vegan bodybuilders, vegan runners, um, people, you know, vegan people in rock bands, just people who you wouldn't expect who, because they care about like not just their health but animals the environment you know so many yeah. people are going vegan now and the last myth that i'd like to bust please is being vegan is always healthy definitely not true <laughs> you could literally eat nothing but chips and vegan cheese if you wanted to and that's obviously not healthy you can you can eat crisps you can eat sweets you can eat chocolate mm. so being healthy as a vegan you do have to think about it because you can be lazy and eat oreos all day you know. So this isn't a healthy fad. I think this is something, um, as a lifestyle, which is here to say. And actually, uh, Nestle, which is the largest food company in the world, which I didn't know before, mm-hmm. have predicted that plant-based foods will continue to grow and kind of become the new organic. Okay. And, that mm-hmm. concept, and it's definitely a trend which is here to stay, which yeah. I think is quite an exciting thing. Yes. I mean, you spoke about... Um, uh, it's got a lot of fame with... Uh, kind of uh, even athletes doing mm-hmm. it and this I mean this includes people like Venus Williams mm-hmm. NBA players and even a male weightlifter who competed in the Rio Olympics uh, called Kendrick Farris mm-hmm. and this really shows that you are not depriving yourself mm-hmm. of anything um, you, you can you can build muscle on a yeah. vegan diet hashtag vegan <laughs> that is definitely <laughs> one trending on Instagram with the dad please um, so we talk about a little bit about Veganery in in general, really. Mm-hmm. So veganery, as we said, is um, kind of being vegan or adopting as much as you can a vegan lifestyle for January. Mm-hmm. And this year, it already had two hundred thousand people signed up for the fourth of January, mm-hmm. and I'm sure many more um, were doing it who kind of unofficially. Yeah. Um, last year, there was just below. Uh, 170,000 people so I mean this has been a big increase already yeah in the first year they did it which was 2014 they had about 1,500 and 2015 the year after that I think they had about 50 odd thousand or maybe that was last whenever it was but they literally it's just grown and grown and grown year on year because the more people that do it the more people that stay vegan the more people that tell their friends so it's really it's it's growing exponentially really and have you seen that um, be true in Durham as well? Because I know London, well, London's a bit of an exception for mm-hmm. it's kind of a, I don't hate the word, but a trendy thing. Yeah. It's quite, it is a very trendy, um, not diet, but lifestyle choice, uh, the restaurants you can go to. Yeah. It's a very big movement there. Yeah. But in the north, east of England, I feel there's a little bit... Not so much. Yeah. Yeah, in, in Newcastle, it's actually really big. There's a huge community of vegans. There's loads of Facebook page if you literally type in, like, vegan northeast or vegan New- Newcastle. So many Facebook pages. And in Newcastle, they have loads of vegan restaurants as well. Um, they have everything from the healthy ones to the junk food ones. They even have, right by the station, they have a um, vegan chicken shop. Vegan chicken. Yeah. I mean, Pat Hippo has their vegan fried chicken burger. I, I haven't tried, tried it. it no. I haven't tried it. But in Durham, there's um, the Jumping Bean on North Road, which is, I'm pretty sure it's all vegan now. Yeah, no, it is. But they have milkshakes, burgers, hot dogs, nachos, cakes. It's so good. Really so if good. you are a Durham student listening and you want to try a vegan meal, there are lots of 
uh, options out mm-hmm. there. Jumping Bean may be a good place to start. Yeah, there's loads of in um, the marketplace. There's the Green Gorilla, yeah, which is amazing as well because they, a few years ago they started as a stall. Just I think it was every other week or every week on Market Square, but now they have a permanent deli um, in Marketplace, so it's really good. And have you seen a lot of students? Um, participate this year within Durham? Yeah, so actually on the Facebook group we have um, 182 members, wow. which is quite a few. Um, I mean, that's the official one, so I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, my friend, herself, myself, my friend, myself, <laughs> I have a friend, uh, my flatmate, he's actually doing the gallery, and she's actually finding it quite easy. Yeah. Um, saying, as we said, there are so many food options out there, um, it's quite easy. But the one question she had was to do with makeup, because mm-hmm. she's finding. Um, trying to source kind of ethical makeup yeah. uh, or like skincare quite mm-hmm. hard and she wondered if you had any recommendations yeah so Superdrug is probably the, on the high street your best bet because in Superdrug all of their own brand stuff is vegan and not tested on animals so everything from their makeup remover to their own brand makeup shower gel shampoo it's all vegan oh. um, so that's a really good one there are some brands that have m- either mostly vegan stuff or all vegan stuff like um, Barium, if anyone still uses that, I used it when I was like 14. Um, Sleek, I know as well. Um, so on the high street, there's loads. Um, if you Google online, there's loads of other options, which it depends on your price range, really. Um, I know as well, Urban Decay and Too Faced, if you're into more high end stuff, they have a lot of vegan options. Um, if we're talking with makeup specifically, the biggest things that you kind of need to think about is Carmine. Have you heard what of Carmine? is Carmine? Carmine is, um, there's no nice way to describe it, but it's basically crushed up beetles. Um, yeah. So it's to get the... <laughs> <sorry, expecting> <laughs> but it's to get the red colour. So um, usually in makeup, they say the word Carmine. In food colouring, they say Cochinelle. Um, and it also has an E number, but I can't remember what the E number is. Um, but this is to make things red. So sometimes they brands use it in lipstick or in like brown eyeshadow. Um, so that's the one thing to kind of look out for but there are alternatives as like they can get it from beetroot or from plants or chemicals I don't know how they do it um and beeswax as well that's one to look out for and lanolin which is basically um it's kind of like an oil that's derived from sheep's wool okay so there's there's loads of options for makeup lush is good as well if you're, I love lush yeah if you're you into smell like, itself yeah <laughs> hypnotizing but if you're into more kind of plastic free for me I'm very into trying to reduce my plastic as yeah. well it's but, a lifestyle nice choice yeah but <laughs> when you first go vegan it's kind of overwhelming yeah. it's difficult it's to like one step at a time yeah but Lush is really good for ethical yeah. stuff as well and do you have any tips because um, I know there are some people who I've heard people like cacao powder it's bronzer yeah I've literally got it on right now no way <laughs> oh my goodness cacao powder I mean you can't see Tara's face it's beautifully bronzed <laughs> I, could, I would not have been able to thank you so, I mean, do you literally just take raw cacao powder and... Yeah, I just put it on. So I just took um, a container, an old powder container that I had okay. um, from an old bronzer, and I just put it in there, and then you just use your brush and And do on. you smell of... Oh, yeah. Sniff me. I mean, I have had a good sniff, <laughs> and she does smell lovely. <laughs> it's like this cho- uh, cacao, like chocolate moisturiser. Yeah. It's very subtle. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes well, my friends are like... He's eating chocolate, I'm like, that's my face. That is just me. Yeah, but, yeah, bronzer. But, again, you can find vegan brands that are quite cheap. That is brilliant. Oh, my goodness, I was not expecting that. (laughs) 
Oh, it is a nice nine o'clock on a Tuesday morning, and there's beautiful smell of chocolates <laughs> wafting through the studio. Yeah. Amazing. Um, with the future of veganism, I'm not sure we can expect everyone to strut down the high street with bronzer, mm-hmm. which is cacao powder <laughs> on their face. But what do you see for it? What would you like to see next? I think that it's definitely growing. We cannot deny that it's growing. And I think that it's going to grow more and more as there are more options because it starts with one company providing a vegan option and then other companies, it's, it succeeds basically this option. So all the other companies want to provide vegan options. So I think the more options that are available, the more demand there's yeah. going to be for options. And well, we've seen that already with, I mean, all these um, high street seed markets mm-hmm. retailing at very affordable prices, competitive yeah. prices, and exactly. all these new exciting options. And I think as the options increase, more people think, oh, I'll, I'll try it, you know? That's it. I'll, give it, I'll give it a go. Yeah. I'll have, you know, what's that vegan? Oh, I'll have a, I'll have a try of it once, yeah, exactly. and then it kind of leads on. So then more and more people, you know, think that it's accessible, it's possible to become vegan. So then again, the demand increases, the number of vegans decrease, so I think it's just going to keep carry on, carrying on, to be honest. And I think... Will we ever see a completely vegan world? I don't know. Maybe in 30 years. I don't know when it will be. But I think that with all of the environmental problems that are having in the world now, it's. I think it's going to get to a point in a couple of years where the government is going to put restrictions on maybe the availability of meat or something like this, where and we're going to have to reduce our consumption of meat and dairy and animal products for the environment there's no other way yeah um even last week i saw there was a um a petition or um oh i forgot the name of the green party leader i forgot anyway um so she went to parliament with a bill basically to say um that we need to put a tax on meat just like there is with cigarettes because a lot of people don't know but actually the government subsidizes the meat industry in the UK for up to 90%. It said as the dairy industry as well. Yeah. And that's why it's this uh, very stereotypical pushed breakfast, especially for young mm-hmm. children, cereal, orange juice. Yeah. Like driving the meat, uh, the dairy industry, sorry, um, through the government subsidies. Yeah. So it's really, it's really crazy because um, in um, the documentary, What the Health, I don't know if you've seen yeah. it, but then they do all the calculations and, for example, say a steak or a piece of meat costs $2. If you think about the health implications, the environmental implications, all the damage and the healthcare costs, they say that it would cost something like 10 to $12 for the same piece of meat that costs us $2, but it costs the taxpayer, it costs the government a lot more. So I think that we're going to, more people are going to have to go vegan or people are going to have to eat more vegan diets out of necessity rather than the choice. choice. Definitely food for thought there. Mm-hmm. Now, just to finish up, how do you feel about doing a quick fire round? Okay, sure. Okay, so this is Quick Fire with Talia. What is your favourite vegan food? Do you know what I can't even say? Probably pizza. I love a good pizza. Oh, it doesn't matter. Almond milk or oat milk? Oat milk, 100%. Oat milk and coffee, people, the way forward. Have you made it yourself? I haven't, no. Oh my god, okay, so I discovered this last week. Um, well, the chocolate oat milk. So basically, um, oats and water, just leave it to stand for five minutes. Um, one part oats to three parts water. Blend it, strain it, and then mix it with some kind of sugar. I use coconut sugar, but you can use any kind of syrup and cacao powder. And it tastes just like the Alpro chocolate soy milk. I am going to go and try that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, tofu or tempeh? Tofu. 
Veggie burger or chickpea curry? Veggie burger. What is your ultimate vegan guilty pleasure? Mayonnaise. Oh my god, I'm addicted to mayonnaise. My um, one of my New Year's resolutions for the, for this year was not to buy mayonnaise myself, but I already caved on last Wednesday. And I bought two. <laughs> what two? <laughs> yeah, the Hellman's mayonnaise. Have you tried it? No. Oh my god. I'm not a mayonnaise fan, I'm afraid. Oh my god. So it's not in the free from section. It's in the actual mayonnaise section, and it's it's on offer at the moment in Tesco for one pound eighty. And that is vegan. It's yeah. It literally says like Heard vegan mayonnaise, but it tastes just like. Because before, vegan mayo used to taste like sour cream or like Ooh. salad cream. It was awful. Um, but this one is really good. Very good. Hmm. I have to think about that one. Uh, best vegan restaurant? In... Anywhere. Anywhere. Oh, my God. See, I travel quite a lot, so I've got so many different places all over the world. Uh, well, straight to England. Okay, let's... Okay, um... Okay, it ha- probably has to be in London, the vegan chicken shop called Temple of Satan. I have been, heard a lot about it. If you haven't heard of it, go and check out that Instagram page. Oh my goodness, is all I have to say. <laughs> leave it at that. Your favourite vegan chef or food blogger? Gaz Oakley, he's avant-garde vegan. Thank you. Thank you for saying. He is so cool. I mean, he's, yeah. fashion, food, everything. This he's so lovely as well. He's not one of these, like, shouty, pretentious... A lot of people think that vegans are really shouty, yeah. pretentious. Not but pretty. he's so chilled out and he's so normal and so cool. Go and check him out. Yeah. Gaz Oakley. He's great. Avant-garde vegan. And lastly, what is your death row vegan dinner? Starter, main and dessert. Oh, my God. Okay, right. Um, start, okay, let's just get main out of the way. It has to be, I know it sounds so boring, but chips and mayonnaise. This is how much I love mayonnaise. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Probably with pizza with like all the toppings, but it has to be chips and mayonnaise. Okay. Starter, oh my God, I love, okay. Um, my mum makes this really good steak, it's steak tartare. Um, it's like this, because po- my mum's Polish, so it's this traditional Polish dish where basically they get raw meat, they kind of mince it up, they add some garlic and stuff, and then they put a raw egg in the middle, Middle, which I've never tried, okay. like the actual version. But my mum makes the vegan version with rice cakes, which sounds ridiculous, but all of her Polish friends are convinced it's meat because um, you soak, I can't even explain it, but basically look up vegan tartare so on you Google. you basically soak the rice cakes in you, the marinade. Yeah, in marinade. And you, like, um, crush them up so they're really tight. You know how a rice cake is, like, lots of puffed pieces yeah, of rice? So, yeah, so that's how it's, like, the mince. Crummy. Yeah, so then you add onion and garlic, and it's just amaze and mayonnaise, and it's incredible. Mayonnaise. Of course it's amazing. <laughs> I'm hoping there's not mayonnaise in this dessert. Oh, my God. Um, dessert, I love good ice cream. So a good ice cream sundae with some crumbled biscuits or something cookie Ooh, dough yeah. biscuits and what is your uh, favorite ice cream so i know vegan ice cream is a little bit hit and miss yeah um i you know i usually make my own using frozen bananas Ooh. and just blending them with milk and some cacao powder or something and um, in the shops my favorite one is the halo top salted caramel have you tried it no but it's that really sounds good. so good the ben and Salted jerry's is good oh no actually the cornettos cornettos the cornettos are so good as well but then there's quite a lot of good ones at the moment the ben and jerry's is good as well but it's quite expensive mm. so yeah the cornettos and there's magnums as well but i haven't tried them oh i tried the magnums are they very good? nice oh. very very good well that sounds like a brilliant <laughs> uh death row dinner minus the mayonnaise <laughs>
Uh, so taking away from this, what is your one piece of advice for anyone who is wanting to try out a plant-based diet or just kind of wanting to know more about it, mm-hmm. um, either for veganery or just in general? I think um, the biggest thing, you, like the, the one thing you can do is try it, even if it's for a day or for a week. I'd say um, veganery is so good because a month is a good amount of time to try something and to actually see some benefits or some effects. Yeah. So a month is great, but I definitely say try and get some friends. Maybe make a challenge. Who can last the longest? Try veganism, and just being open-minded to it because it's really easy to just think that vegans eat lettuce and quinoa. If that's what if that's what you want to think, but actually there are so many options right now. There are so many benefits that, and it's so mainstream now in 2019 that you know it's it's worth trying, even if you don't stick with it. In a month, you'll still save some animals' lives. You'll have a better footprint carbon footprint and in terms of health you'll probably see some benefits so i definitely say to give it a go you have nothing to lose exactly thank you so so much it's been a pleasure i've learned so much and i'm gonna go and try out your cacao (laughs) thank you so much for having me my pleasure